1: Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is May 20th. The time is about 3.30 AM. Reddy NPC has been conducting Zoom or conference calls from past 10 years. If you have any questions, please raise your hand. If you're a newcomer, please let our team know that you're a newcomer and put your camera on if you're a newcomer.
2: Suman? Uh,
1: Hi.
3: uh, Hi, Rahul. Uh, So this is my second time asking the question. Uh, So I'm not a newcomer. So is it okay Sam? So go ahead? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. My priority date is, uh, May, 2012. Uh, and I applied, uh, my 485 for me and for my wife in, uh, July, 2021. Uh, it was mm-hmm. sitting, uh, it is, it was sitting in Texas service center and then in last, did you file effort, a downgrade
1: I, application or straight application?
3: I filed a straight EB3. Mm-hmm. Keep going.
1: Uh, and eb3 dates got
3: retrogressed in Jan, uh, in this in october or november and again i I'm filed i'm pretty aware new... of the yeah go ahead again you filed uh, again i filed a new eb2 140 on the same form so i did mm-hmm. interfiling everything worked out and uh, last april 26 they moved to the nbc so my question is like uh, after like h- after how many days should i follow up with the uh, national Benefit center for an update on my case should I follow up with them after uh, one month or two months or three months and with whom
1: I have to follow? It has it has nothing to do with your interfiling case to follow up. Though. So if it falls beyond the processing time, you can follow up. For you to look into it, you said your Your is it pending, you said?
3: Uh, it is in uh, National Benefit Center. But when I check with so the wait, MR. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I checked them, our uh, live support agent, they're saying it is in Los Angeles field office. And once that's are so saying you it check,
1: is in India. Yeah, so you have to check the Los Angeles field office. How long okay. is the processing time? If it allows okay. you to raise a service request, it's fine. Normally, right now, they're only allowing service request for the cases that were filed in September 2020.
4: But if oh, it allows sorry. it,
1: you can. Otherwise, you cannot. Next person. Okay, no,
5: thank you. Sujin?
6: Hello, Rahul. Good afternoon. Uh, yes, sir, my question is uh, Can you hear me? Yes, I yeah. can Go ahead. Yeah, my iPhone 40 got approved with priority date August 2015, Rahul, and okay. I got 140 through FAA, but uh, uh, in what I observed, right? In form 9089, which is uh, with, along with 140, I observed that the start date of my H-1B employer has input incorrectly. It's like my I-797 approved in September 2013, but I joined the employer in January 2015. But the start date, it was mentioned as is September 2013. And that simply, seems to be clerical. That yeah, clear, a clear, clear. Error. Error. Yes, yes.
1: Yeah, that's not a big deal. It won't make any difference, you know. I one forty approval. What's the other one?
6: Uh means will it create any problem during the GC? I
1: don't think so. I don't think so.
6: Okay, okay. And I one more so. sim- Okay. Similarly, like uh, as a that is the one joining date. One of the company which I worked like company C and d has the same experience date when they filed such a clerical error. Uh, that should not that's, be also sure. That, right?
1: that that. that 99% of the time, that should not be an issue.
6: Next person, oh, okay.
4: please.
2: Thank
6: you.
4: That's Nigel. Hey, um, so I obtained my green card through EB3 program. Um, mm-hmm. I got my green card uh, a couple of weeks ago. I tried to okay. contact my uh, employer. Um, I got nothing from them. I contact them again, I think, I believe, a few weeks ago. Um, then the the... the There's some random guys just uh, announced me that the company is sold to the new uh, company. So they accused uh, acquisition. Um, The question is, um, do I have to work for the new company? Or
1: uh, if you don't want to, if you don't want to, you don't need to. I know all the Google things where people are telling you have to work for six months. I don't know where they're telling, where they're. Can you find one person who did not work, who did not, whose green card is canceled? Can you find one person whose citizenship has been canceled? Absolutely nowhere. Okay. Okay. Great. Now let me tell you, there is a memo, there is a memo from USAI that clearly says, it is the offer of the employment. It is the offer of the employment. It is not the employment by itself that is giving the green card. So you are under no obligation to work for the company if you don't want to.
4: Okay. Okay. Can I do whatever I want now? Can I work for
1: any company for any you
4: type of job? For, you can work for
1: you can work for any company but you cannot be an immigration lawyer like me because I don't want any competition. Now I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> um you must have you must have a license to work as an immigration lawyer. You cannot sell the drugs, okay? No okay. marijuana. Okay? okay. And I can list all the things but otherwise you can do anything you want. Okay. So no problem with naturalization later. No problem.
7: Absolutely no problem. Next person, please. All right. Um, thank you. Children? Yes. Hi, Rahul. Um, yes, so sir. uh Yeah. My wife was an uh, F1 STEM OPT. Um, so mm-hmm. uh, there were two uh, different change of status petitions filed with the USES. So one for F1 to H1 and the other one for F1 to H4. So mm-hmm. for F1 to H4, she received an RFE. Mm-hmm. uh and then when is the um,
1: stem extension expiring
7: uh july 8th uh eighth of what july
1: july
7: eighth. okay go ahead. Uh, this year mm-hmm. so uh so uh, her h1 h4 h4ad all got approved uh, mm-hmm. uh so even though we uh, i mean we responded to rfe with a withdrawal letter a day before her approval a day before her h4 approval so my question is, so since it is already approved, do they consider this withdrawal request? Like uh, if, they, if they withdraw, uh, right? Who told
1: you to withdraw it? This is how what happens. They do everything what we tell. USA has us everything what we tell them not to do. If we tell them to withdraw it, they will approve it. If we tell us uh, to approve it, they don't approve it.
7: The problem uh, no, the with thing, you
1: right now is,
7: yeah, the they problem received to... right now is, Okay. Thing is, they, they receive the RFE packet after it is approved. So the withdrawal letter is in the RFE packet.
1: I mean how how would how did why did they approve it
7: yeah, without
1: responding yeah.
7: to the RFE? Yes. So I mean, we raised the that, request. Can
1: that can that ever happen to anybody where we didn't respond to the RFE and they approve it?
7: They, approve they will it, only
1: yeah. do it in your case. <laughs> and every time the withdrawal notice is sent this is exactly what happens they will approve it without even looking into the rfe i don't know why they do it now the problem yeah. with you right mm-hmm. now is they mm-hmm. are going to withdraw the h4 right now
7: okay will she re-in- will they reinstate her to f1 status or how no, does- you need to who, what do you- the,
1: the best thing for you right now i can think about is probably get the h1b in premium processing approved
7: no and she, then she I- she got her H-1B approved as well.
1: Yeah, but, but her H-1
7: right start date is October
1: 1st, October 1st. Can she right. work right now? No, because she's an H-4.
7: No, she has H-4 EAD also approved, right? With the H-4, we are, we applied H-4, H-4 EAD.
1: Yeah, she can continue yeah. working, but I yeah. want her to do one thing. On October mm-hmm. 2nd though,
7: Okay.
1: I want her to do Margarita switch so that she doesn't get into any trouble.
7: Yeah, but my question is, if they do the withdrawal in this month or sometime this month or next month, so how w- will they reinstate her? Like what status will she
1: be? No, She will be out of status.
7: Okay. Okay. Uh, like, okay. is it possible, no. like if we send another letter to them, like not to uh, disregard this withdrawal, that won't work?
1: They won't. everything, but we don't want it, they will do it. So Mm -hmm. I would definitely, I would contact the lawyer privately. Okay. Next person, please. Never send withdrawal letters without telling the lawyer's guys. I mean, it's a dumb idea to send the withdrawal letters. They won't withdraw it. They will approve it and then withdraw it. Next person, please. Thank you. Karthik. How can they approve the H4 without the RFE response? Mm -hmm. Only in withdrawal case it can happen. Karthik. Hi. uh...
2: Yeah, so uh, I have a question, like my husband is in India. So and my uh, GC process is like actually my finalization uh, date is current. So whether he can come to US with a valid H4 after my approval or can we do counselor process if uh, like he's in India.
1: So both of you guys have filed the 485 application.
2: No, since he is in India, I haven't. I just did mine.
1: And did you file the medicals along with the 485?
2: For mine, yes.
1: Why would you do that? Okay. What's the, and and we, how, how long has he been stuck there?
2: I just completed my biometric.
1: That's not my question, though. How long he's stuck there in India?
2: Yeah, it's been two months now. So maybe like next three or four months, he may not be able to travel.
1: Uh, you need to consult a lawyer privately. There are a couple people do mistakes. You don't want a green card to be approved. If you get, if you get the green card, he can't come on H4. Why did you submit the medicals though? Submit the medicals and you do the biometrics, you'll get the green card. At least you should have postponed the biometrics.
2: Okay. Remember what I was
1: telling the other guy, the USCIS does everything the other way. When we don't want the green card, they will give the green card. Yes. Yeah, you Got want it. to contact the lawyer. You should have at least filed without medical. At least we would have taken a chance. You should have delayed the biometrics.
2: Okay. How about this counselor process? Is there a possibility for H4 that to do that? take from... a
1: three year separation between you and him. If you file a IA twenty four, they will up to the IA twenty four will take two years plus one and a half year for him to get the green card afterwards. Anywhere between three and a half to four years is when he can come back. In the meantime, he cannot come back in H4. He cannot come back in B2. He cannot come back in F1. Next After person. After
2: only if it gets approved, right? If still like my process is undergoing, like then he can come in H4. Then right? he can,
1: Yes, that's right. When that is right. But I have a bad feeling for you when I don't want people's green card to be approved. That's when they approve it. Next person, please. Okay.
2: Right. Thank you. Thank you, sir. So, Paula's.
6: Hi, Rahul. This
7: is Sandeep. Uh, My uh, priority date is uh, January of 2011. So uh, I have changed employers in between. And uh, with my current employer,
1: I have got my perm approved. So I've been waiting so long to get into this situation now. Finally, it's done. So my question here is, um, the
8: next step for me is I-140. So can I go the parallel processing route, uh, file I-140 and 485 together or get the I-140 done in premium
1: and get and apply for 485? That's what I will do. The second one I will do. Why? The reason is that if you file an I-140 and 485 together, it will go to which service center? To our DRS service center, Texas or Nebraska. I will file a premium process. Unless the priorities are backtracking for you, they are not backtracking in June, I would file an I-140 premium processing. That's what I would do. And then file 485 separately. Mm. Yes. Thank you, Rahul. Next person, please. Pritam? If you're a newcomer, uh, please let our team know you're a newcomer and put your camera on, guys. Oh, this is Pritam. My question is related to um, previous joining a previous employer. Uh, I have EV2 approved uh, priority date uh, 2013 September. Um, in the meanwhile, I kind of switched
4: a couple of uh, companies, never filed an I 140. Now I'm planning to join mm-hmm. back as a far more
1: senior uh, engineer than what the I 140 is filed uh, as. Is this something that still can be done? Can they use my um, previous I 140? Absolutely. Why not? Okay, all right, thank you. Go ahead, if I were you, I would put this Zoom call off and then I'll go with them. If they tell you to join, join. If they tell you they can file without it, you can, whatever they tell you to do. If they tell me to do roll like a dog, I will. But go ahead and file the 485. The limit is one. You don't want to be keep coming to this conference, Zoom calls, that's better than the other one I said. Next person, please. Put your camera on, let our team know. You can't be do that. You better off with your Hi, old I'll, employer. Next question. Hi, Raoul. This, yeah.
4: Yeah, this is Ujur here. Yeah. My quick question is uh, my priority date is March of 2013. File for eb 3 485 back in 21. Then again interfile
1: 2022.
4: 2020. 2020. Two. 2020. Mm-hmm. I did it in twenty-one actually. I did it okay. later because employer
1: change. Whatever now. So uh-huh.
4: Last week I got an approval for four eighty-five supplement J along with interfiling. And yesterday I got an... Wait, uh, wait, wait, uh, wait,
7: wait.
1: Yeah. Did you got the 485J supplement approval for the ones that you filed in early part of 2021? Or did you get got the 485J supplement for the interfiling you do for EB2? For, inter,
4: for the interfiling in EB2. Wow.
1: That was, I That's... filed it in
4: first week of April. I got it approved last week.
1: Hmm. That's surprising. Okay, keep going.
4: And this morning I get in status update. My original four eighty five, which was filed, it says status pen, uh, remains pending because no visa number is available.
1: Oh come on!
4: So they approved my interfile. We we tell
1: We tell you. Ramesh I mean, this is really ridiculous. Okay, so uh, you have to uh, you have to contact the congressman. That's one thing okay. that I will tell you. Look, my priority date is EB2. I sent it, here it is. And they're telling that my thing has gone back. These drummers already approved my I-485J. Okay, contact our ombudsman. That's the only solution. So do I
4: need to to do anything with my lawyers or just contact a congressman?
1: Um, (laughs) When we are the lawyer, we are telling them, hey, you know, buddy, just contact the congressman. That's what we're telling. So lawyer can do the same thing. You should do the same thing. Next person, please. Thank you. Poor guy, he did whatever he can. Sundari, I can't hear you. you. Hello. Yes, go ahead.
9: Yes. Yeah, Um, myself, Praveen. Uh, I'm the new one here uh, for the first time I'm joining this call. Just uh, I will give you a brief, brief background so that I can raise my question. Uh, I'm on H-1B and my daughter uh, and my visa will be expiring by July 23 next year. And my daughter who is studying in Illinois uh, will be joining college next year. So uh, I'm uh, worried about her uh, visa status, which will not be uh, valid next year. So, uh, I can see the how, process, how, how, old, process. How, old is, how old is your daughter? Uh, she is 16 years old. And she will okay. be joining college next year.
1: Why, why would it be? You can extend the H1B beyond July of 2023, right?
9: Yeah, my one is uh, expiring by 2023, July. So When you say expiring, recent...
1: is that the sixth year? Is that the sixth year?
9: Yes. And you didn't file an
1: I-140 in labor certification?
9: Uh, yeah, it is being filed, but uh, it's, uh, I don't know the outcome of it. So I am a bit worried for this daughter's one. Uh, whether should I first go for all, the change of status?
1: First of all, where is the labor and I-140 of you? They started uh, process, Body do you mean by process?
9: It is at the labor stage only, PWD. Oh, my goodness. So, my, uh, my query uh, revolving around this, whether should I go for this change of status from H4 to F1 for my daughter here in but Illinois? She's 16. She's
1: 16, is it right?
9: Yeah. When is she going to go to college?
1: Next year. Do you mean to say August of 2023? Correct. And at 17, she's going to college? Um, you may have to file something called Transit B2 visa though, because Mm -hmm. her college is starting in August of 2023. Her H4 is expiring in July of 2023. You have to file something called B2, Transit B2. You file a B2, then you file an F1 and then you tell the F1 people, look, the B2 extension is pending.
9: Okay. 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 Because only, I was,
1: I, 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 if yeah. you can get the H one extension, you know the story. Rest of the story. But if not, this is the only solution. I can think about it. Unless you have some other idea for you.
9: Yeah. Me, uh, because I was checking this change of status. Uh, that one uh, from H four to F one. Uh, that is having the processing time of eighteen months, which I don't think is feasible. The another option was I, I was exploring about going to India and check this. Uh, DS-160 form Philip and uh, apply for the new F-1 visa for her? So, the, uh, the first
1: the first one is it's not how long it takes though it she doesn't have the visa status until August. That's fine even if it takes. There is a premium processing on F-1 but the problem is the B-2 also has to be approved for her. Yeah, the DS-160 is an option that you can consider though. But when you train your daughter though, train your daughter properly that she has to... Exp- to the consulate that once she completes her education, okay, she's going to return mm-hmm. back to her home country and she needs to know what her home country is. <laughs> yeah, when I speak with these kids, they get
9: confused what their home country is. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. So, F1 uh, oh. premium processing is available,
1: F1 premium processing will be available by September of 2022. Two. Next person, please. Yeah.
9: Thank you, yeah, but that- still,
1: she will have a problem. There's no premium processing for B2.
9: Oh, okay. Prasad.
7: Hi, hi Rahul. Uh, my priority date is uh, 2014 November and uh, my, uh, my priority is current in the filing date, but not in the final action date. So is mm-hmm. it better, like once it becomes current in final action date, is it better to do refiling or interfiling?
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, because it might become current then.
7: in yeah it might become current in august or september so in the final months yeah, i want so. you
1: i want you to watch the video that uh, my team members are going to send it to you though
7: okay
9: okay
1: and we updated we did one in january then we updated in march we may update it later on so okay. keep watching those things okay yeah, Next if, if
7: it becomes current now, it is easier to decide, but since it becomes in like August or September, then yeah.
1: yeah, keep yeah. watching, keep time. watching yeah. our videos. We'll, yeah, keep watching our videos. We will we'll update you on that. Next person, okay. please. Thank you.
2: Indresh.
10: Hi, Rahul. Uh, thank you for service and nice talking with you, maybe four times. Uh, so, uh, I went to Mexico, come back. Uh, 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 my wife came back on H4 now. So, do we need to update her employer uh, uh, for I- When is
1: the H4 i
10: for expiring now? Uh, now, uh, H4 I-95 expiring September. Uh,
1: of which year my dear yeah
10: 2022 yes, yes. september 2022 uh, it's when was it? so you went to mexico and you only got like 6 months previously uh, yeah, how long because, was it? Uh, because her uh, 90 uh, like uh, we uh, why we went because she was on advance payroll so we wanted to switch uh, h4 so she can apply uh, green card in eb2 and okay, uh, we have yeah.
1: Okay. What's your, so, so, what's your question right now?
10: So, so my she went question outside is outside and. Yeah, she came back. Now uh, her uh, uh, EAD is a shorter period. So, do we need to switch the EAD uh, and revalidate I 94? When,
1: when is the EAD expiring?
10: Uh, September uh, 2022. You said I 94 is also September 2022 yes oh so you are asking advanced parole ead right that is expiring uh, next year like 2023
1: july no sir i said when is the h4 ead expiring you said september 2022 you said yes. she went to mexico and came back correct and uh, oh, what you're telling is she's moving for aos ead to h4
10: ead correct correct ah
1: just just provide the h4 ead
10: uh, and may, uh, one more thing, maybe like uh, her employ uh, like uh, we went came yesterday, and uh, payroll date is today. Maybe they run payroll again. Uh, it's going to be again married with the married uh, with the. When you say payroll. payroll, you mean to say payroll? Uh, A payroll, payroll,
1: yes. Payroll is payroll going has, to run today. Pay, payroll has nothing to do with anything. Right now, okay. she's an H-4EAD. Just give the H-4EAD to the employer. You're good.
10: Okay, so, uh, okay, it's uh, not going to, uh, even payroll is going to run in between, nothing going to happen, right?
1: Nothing is going to happen, yeah. You can still file for File again for her based on the H4 that she got approved. Next person, okay.
10: Thank you. Uh,
1: Gayatri, I can't get the messages. Can you check this one, please?
2: Sure, Rahul. Pranuti?
8: Hi, uh, can you hear me, Rahul? Yes, go ahead. Yeah, thank you for your time. Uh, I downgraded my, uh, I applied for for 485 AOS, downgraded it in October 2020, and uh, I interfiled because my dates became current on May, from May bulletin, so I interfiled on May 2nd. But latest, I got an RFE on May 11th, and I received the notice today saying that, Submit your supplement J and transfer of underlying basis. That's what we need to uh, need from you to make a final decision on your case. So they, I think uh, they haven't received the one which I filed on May 2nd. It doesn't
1: matter whether they received, whether they didn't receive. It. If they are giving you a, they are giving a million dollars to you on the golden plate right now. Take it. Respond to it and just don't point out. I filed it in May 1st. This one. Don't point out. They ask the four eight five J. You give them the four eight five J. Request them to adjudicate an EB two. That's it.
10: Okay. Just because in case
1: look- they, let me tell you why. Why I tell you this? The immigration doesn't know what is in the left hand of them and what is in the right hand. Okay. If there, are, if you gave them the to the left hand and the right hand is asking the glass, don't tell them I gave it to your left hand. Just take another glass. Give it to the right hand. I'm happy. Okay. All right. And Worst you will case, get the approval very fast. You'll get the okay. approval very fast. Believe really
8: me. Worst case, if I don't get it, when does my 180 period start? From the, the data interfiled I
1: interfiled I, when I would take, I would take as a left hand because you gave it at that time. Okay. The cool. one that you may first. Okay. But okay. right now, if you provide it, there's a good chance your green card will be approved in one month. Next okay. person, please.
4: Thank you.
5: Sudeep,
1: uh, I have time, guys. Hey, so if you guys want to post the questions to everybody, please post it. I will respond
8: to that. Have some time today. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Rahul, for taking the question. I have a question on strategy of this EAD extension for the H4. So my wife's mm-hmm. EAD and her H4 is expiring on October, 2022. My company Mm -hmm. has already applied six months ahead. The H1, H4, H4, EAD, all things have been applied. Mm -hmm. H1 is premium processing. So I already got the approval for the H1B until 2025. What would Mm -hmm. you, so we have visas also until October 2022. What would you recommend going to Mexico to get the I-94 extended or going to India? I have a Dropbox appointment in August. I already got that. So I booked it just for sake. So what did you recommend? Going to India to get a new stamping and coming back, coming back on the old visas? Or
1: all, 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 all three Mexico. options are good. Mexico is all good. Three getting, options. The stamping is, getting the stamping is good. Um, uh, and going to India and coming
8: back without stamping is also good. Okay. One follow-up question. My wife, her got, she got a new passport between last time her visa was stamped and now. So she added my surname to it. The old visa is with her old surname. Is that a problem coming back? No, about a billion people in the entire world, just like your wife, change their last names. It's not going to cause okay. any problem. Okay. Okay. Thank you. But if I come back in uh, August and in September, I need to file for a new EAD in case this EAD application gets rejected, right? It, it should not get rejected though. Yeah, but it should be H4, H4 will be withdrawn or. Abandoned, right? The no. moment we leave the country, the H4 is abandoned. No. If it's a change of status to H4 and EAD, mm-hmm.
9: the
1: H4 will be abundant.
9: Okay. If it's, it's an not extension of
1: status, I know you right. told me that. Since it's an extension mm-hmm. of state status, it's not abundant. So okay. she's technically fine. She can get the EAD and she's eligible for the 540 days if her n 4 is ex- extended. Okay. 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 So no need I'll to withdraw it. the H4. Okay,
9: thank you. No, Thanks, don't sir.
1: withdraw. Don't withdraw. Uh, the last caller today, and after that I'll take some questions, but questions need to be short and precise, guys, where I can give answers in one to two lines.
5: Gnarly, no?
8: yeah. yes.
5: Sure. Hi. Uh, Yes, I have an uh, I-140 with priority date. I mean, I have an EB-2 approved earlier with the previous employer. Priority date is Jan 2014. So I am current for final action date from June. Mm -hmm. But there is an employer too, who I currently work for. With my Mm -hmm. current employer, I have a PERM approved, but we directly applied for EB-3 I-140 because my PERM was approved exactly around October 2020. So Mm -hmm. I don't have an EB2 I-140 approved with my current employer, but I have an Mm EB3 I-140. I have AP, I had EAD, everything has been approved. Um, But now I'm moving with the same employer from one location to the other location. So Mm -hmm. I have two locations now with my current employer, my current location and a new location. So for the new Mm -hmm. location, they have started uh, one is the H one B amendment, and the second one mm-hmm. is the AOS porting. Because my mm-hmm. AOS has been pending now for more than one eighty days, they are porting that AOS to the new location.
1: Why, why no, do you need? Why do you, Why do you need porting to a new location? You don't need porting to a new location.
5: I it's absolutely.
1: It's absolutely not required to port it to a new location. Though. I would strategize to you actually to file a I-140 again under EB2 with the current company.
5: So we did file an EB2. So that that is in progress. I got an RFI just four days back. We don't know what the RFI is for. So I'm waiting for, you know, uh, approval for- I
1: I want you to get the, the reason why uh, I I want you to respond to the RFI, get the EB2 approved. Then if you want to port it, you put it with the change from EB3 to EB2. There's no reason whatsoever at all for you to even file a 485 because you moved from California to Florida. You don't need to do anything. Now, in the H-1B okay. amendment, it's a different story though. If you want to be an H-1B, you have to file an amendment. When it comes to the 485, uh, you change the location. You don't need to.
5: Okay. My, my direct question to you is, uh, if I do do the porting, then can I still do an interfile from EB three to EB two? You,
1: you can. You can. You can. But and my problem, my problem with your company is, when you moved from California to Florida, though, if they are telling that it's they are porting the date, I don't know why they are porting it to Florida. Okay, will they say that your permanent position is still in California? though you move to Florida. You see that problem? I have a problem with the entire strategy of filing a 485J supplement for you right now. I don't like it. That, the same philosophy, if they approach it in the EB2, they may not be willing to file the 485J. That's my problem. But if they are, go ahead and do it. Okay. Thank you guys. I'm going to go to the question and answers right now. Um, You can leave a messages and I will try to get as many as I can. There are simple questions. I'll go for it. Oops. Um, Nalini, employer A location, A EB2 approved. Yeah, I just
5: finished. Yeah, yeah, I just finished. Okay, sounds
1: good. Thank
5: you.
1: You can ignore. Prada, I have an uh, I-140 with one company and I resign now. I joined back to the same company. Do they need to restart the GC process from start? If their I-140 has not been withdrawn, absolutely not required. You can directly file the 485 application if the priority is current, Prada. Now, if they have withdrawn the I-140, they can still file the I-140 directly. They still do not need to file the labor certification, which brother, you and I know that it's going to take a long time for it. Uh, Thomas Wong, no, it's not going to cause any problem whatsoever at all. If you leave the job within 180 days or if you have never worked for the company, never before getting the green card, after getting the green card, I don't know where people are getting this one. There are, there are some lawyers that have that is a wrong information, you're good. Um, the H4 EAD renewal need to be filed V before the EAD expires. So let's say for example, if your EAD is expiring on July 3rd, 2022, if you file an extension on July 5th though, then you are not eligible for the 540 days. You have to file it before the EAD expires, and you should also know that your I-94 must be, must also be extended. Okay. Courty Reddy, I don't know what your question is. You said NIW and EB-1A. Uh, J. Um, 2020 November I-485B3 downgrade. Okay, amendment still not approved. Now EB-2 data. Since it's an amendment, can I use my original EB-2? No. Reason is that the problem is the USCIS. After you file an EB two, they may still approve the EB three. Remember, I was telling they will always approve the things that we don't want. It. So what I want you to do is that right now file an EB five, get the premium processing EB three approved, get an EB two filed, get an EB two approved in premium processing, and then do the drama. Uh, Anant my priority date is may 2014, uh, eb2 and i downgraded eb3 of course the same story with everybody now my date is current in june company is doing my question is can i also file new for it what is your suggestion though uh, i w- um, it's up to you what you want to do uh, we don't in particularly <coughs> advise refiling or interfiling you can watch this video but technically, you're not barred from refiling if you interfile, though. Um, but but uh, I I would not do both interfiling and refiling if I were you. Okay, let me go through this question. Sorry, guys. Uh Arun, the question about uh, changing the jobs within 180 days. We put a nice video Tuesday because we're getting a lot of these questions though. I want you to watch this video. You have a chance that you may get stuck with EB3. 50% of the time, I would give you a chance that uh, that you may get stuck with the EB3 if you change within 180 days. Arun, if I change uh, job, okay, the same question. Arun, and I already answered it. Happy. For USCIS call, I-140 approved Then transferring 485J2, but still we are waiting transfer from Texas and the priority date is 2000. Any thoughts? First of all, don't trust USCIS. Uh, there is nothing we can do either though to move your case from Texas Service Center to other National Benefit Center. Unfortunately, there is nothing we can do. Me and my wife both are in H1B. We have submitted AOS application September 20, 2021 and got EADs. My question is, if primary uses AOCD to change a job, does it impact the spouses H1B? No, it does not impact the H1B. It doesn't impact it. Wahid, for filing for five, do my family also need their 797? Looks like uh, uh, my dependent, uh, if one seven nine seven is missing though, um, it's not a big problem, Wahid. Then sometimes what happens is that the H4 people may not have a 797. The reason is, let's say, for example, if you file for a H1 and H4 extension, and before the H4 is extended, they go and get the stamping. They don't have the 797 at all. So, or even if technically one 797 is missing, it's not a big deal. They can always check it. It's It's not a big deal at all. Priority date is February 2016. Went through the form application recently. Realized my form was very uh, specific. Two years back, our company and in the core duties response remain the same. But just to change my attorney says we need a new firm. I and I did not understand your question, Pratik. I'm sorry about that.
9: Uh,
1: Sunny, is there a risk of denial since my current title and new title are different. Yeah. Senior system software integration engineer, new Juice program manager, the SOC code, they are in the same profession, Sunny. You still are software guys. I don't see any problem with it. Yeah, if you become a mechanical engineer or a lawyer like me, that is a problem. But even the SOC code changes within the similar profession, you are good. Downgraded my application 2022, yeah. change employer in August.
7: Uh, sorry uh, no, we're not uh,
1: uh, taking, can you mute though? Sorry, we're, uh, we're only taking question and answers on uh, the in the in the we, we're done with the Q and A though. We're only you, you have to just put your message there. Gayatri, can you mute him? Sorry,
9: uh, my
7: earlier question. Uh, you were reading my question, Rahul. So it was.
1: Can you? Sorry about that. Uh, downgraded my application. Changed employer in August. I don't know what your question is, Dev uh, Vupula. I'm assuming that you downgraded your application October 2020, not 2020, uh, 22, and changed the employer in August 2021. Uh, you're good, no problem with it. But EB3 and EB2 might become a problem. I don't know what your question is. Technically, does it make sense to interfile from EB32 after the final action date is current to avoid the visa non availability status of 485? First of all, if your final action dates are current, you should do the interfiling. If you don't want to refile it, you should do interfiling. The problem is that even though you interfile, yeah, there may be visa unavailability that may come to EB2. It may happen. It may happen. But right now, I will take the chance. And interfile right now, because you have a chance of giving the green card. You don't want to lose that. Interfile already received 4 HP, thinking of refiling as well and no transport to NVC. Is that a good decision? Vijay, I will not do that. Now, that's what I'm telling, but is it illegal? No, it's not. You can. My priority date is November 2014. I have an EB3 downgraded in I don't, I didn't do the medical that i Should I interfile the medicals now or wait for my final action dates to become current?
0: Ah, that's
1: a tough question though. Um, I would, uh, it's November 2014 though, yeah, Uh, I would do the, I would do the interfiling of the medicals because when the date becomes current though, then by the time your medical goes there it will take a long time. Heard a lot about downgrade, who interfiled with 485j current in getting case remaining pending. Visa not available. Any thoughts what this could mean? Neeraj, you are right. Uh, they are doing it to a lot of people. We have noticed it a lot of people. They are really wrong in it. I want them to contact the congressman indicating your priority date is current. This iPhone, the question is too long for me. At this time, I can't address it. Sorry about it. Downgraded my application October, changed my employer in October 2020. My new employer sent 485J and I have my EAD and AP approved. Can me and my wife use EAP without using our EAD and still stay? Yes, uh, Dev, Vupula, they are still uh, extending the H1B and H4s. When you travel and advance role. they are. We don't see any problem in it, Mr. Dev. If I change job within 180 days after interfiling, if I get an RFE and the new employer 485J once day is complete, yeah, uh, we are doing it many times, even though people are changing it, we are doing it. Um, and we haven't yet got any denials on those things. We have not heard any denials on those things too. I guess there are more questions coming than the people here, guys. I'm very surprised. Interfiled already received I-485G receipt and thinking to refill as well and no transfer is a good dish. I don't think so. I would not do it. My employer is looking for a new attorney for a job. Can I contact you? Sure. Absolutely. My priority date is October. I need to apply I-140 in EB2. Sure, Sundari, you can contact us. And our information is info at rnlogroup.com. Uh, one second. This goes out if I do. Uh, My prior date is November 2024. I have EB3 downgraded. I don't. uh, Yeah, I would. Yeah. Hanu, I already told you that you should do the medical. If I were you, I would do it. Um, I'll go through about Five more questions, guys, before I exit. Vijay, it's not about good mood. It's actually what happens is that I have other Zoom calls that are other appointments that I have, and I can't go through the questions. I know from recently I'm noticing it, I'm able to answer more questions by reading it out. I was able to do more with reading it out. My date will be current in June 1st. Refiled on April twenty one, both applications, should I interfile also? Iqbal, I would not do that. I would not do that. I would not do that. I would not interfile. Three words. So what happens when final action date becomes current next for my application filed in April 2022 and filing date was current? Priority date is Jan 14, uh, refiled. Uh, When the final action date becomes current, they can adjudicate your application though. Uh, Since your I-140 is approved though, even though you file when the filing date is current, they should adjudicate your application as soon as possible. Uh, 485J, employee number income is based on Previous year W2 or previous quarter, that's not a problem. Ready? It's okay. It's not a big deal. Uh, not a big deal. H4 EAD renewal f- filing can be done 180 days before expiration of R2 extinction. Can I still use I to show the I-94 date I need to travel? Yeah, I mean, there's no reason that you have you have to file H4 plus EAD renewal within 180 days. We have we have filed so many times. Way ahead of it, we did not had any problem whatsoever. Bobin, priority date is uh, two, July two thousand fourteen. EB two, I'm um, with employer B, and they haven't started firm. Employer is A is not willing to sign the four eight five J supplement. H one B with employer B is valid till. Is it necessary for me to file four eight five within priority date to extend my H one B? No, it's okay. If It's okay. You can still extend the H-1B with employer B beyond March 2025. Um, beyond March 2025. But, but one thing, Bhavin, I will tell you is that if employer A is giving you an option to come back and they file the 485, Bhavin, believe me, you better go there. You better go there because that's the best thing that you can do while moving to new employer and H-1B transfer? Is it voted to take a break of a week before joining a new employer? Good question, Arun. Arun, actually, uh, there's, a, there's a regulation that's very clear. You can take a break of up to 60 days. As long as your first employer's I-94 is not expired, you can take a break up to 60 days. Srivatsava, it's nothing like just because your final action date is current, there is a different processing time for it. It's the same processing time that they have. Sorry, guys. uh, The next conference call will be on Monday at 3.30. Sorry, we couldn't answer all the questions.